Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. I'm your host, Melissa, and this episode is all about the importance of play and your success. What it is, why it matters, and how to prioritize it. So unfortunately, there is this belief that to be successful, we must suffer. We must be busy in order to be successful, and that somehow these words have become synonymous when they're really not. There's a pervasive belief that we must fill every minute of our day with work. Hustle culture, as I like to call it, or you've probably heard of that too, is really just a symptom of the fact that we are out of balance with the masculine and the feminine way of doing things. The masculine has been raised, you know, as this ideal now, this very left brain, very cerebral way of doing things. But the reality is the magic is actually in the feminine way of doing things and not saying all females move slowly because surely that's not true. Um, But I think we're really out of balance, right? So we have this belief that success comes from pushing yourself, pushing your limits all the time. And what I'm offering here is that we've been breaking down as a society because of that. We're not embracing the more feminine, creative way of doing things. And so what I'm offering here is not just my point of view, luckily, but it's actually the rumblings of a new movement. So I'm currently reading the book Game Changers by Dave Asprey, and he's really the father of biohacking, if you've never heard of him. And after he's interviewed hundreds of game changers, some of the most successful people in the world and done a lot of the research, he basically came up with what he calls like the 46 laws, right? So these are all of the things that some of the best game changers, most successful people in every field imaginable are doing that helps them be who they are. And what he discovered, I was so excited about. It's the fact that some of the most successful people that he interviewed don't actually call themselves busy and are total bosses at managing their time because they know what their priorities are and then they say no to anything else that doesn't fit within those parameters. And in addition to doing that and to managing their time like a true boss, they integrate play and rest. So if some of the most successful people in the world can do this, why can't we? And that's really what I want this episode to be about. I want this to inspire you to prioritize play. And you're probably thinking, That's easier said than done. (laughs) And as a recovering workaholic, I have come to believe that truly busy is not a badge of honor, but it is a lack of priorities. And that's not just my belief. I'm quoting Tim Ferriss and some of the great minds really out there. But truly, our time is our most valuable resource. It's the only thing we're not getting back. Our time is finite. And if we are not integrating play, even for the sake of work or success or whatever, then we're really missing out on our whole reason for being here. So that was a big statement. (laughs) But let's back up here just a moment and define really what play is, because after all, that's what this episode is about. So play, as a definition, is engaging in an activity for enjoyment and recreation rather than a serious or practical purpose. So I love this definition because the whole idea here is although play can be integral to your success and all these other things, the point is that you're not doing it for the purpose of having success. You're doing it to be frivolous, to be in the moment, to be present. 
And so you might be wondering as well, why does this matter for adults? Well, play is not just critical for kids. It can be an important source of relaxation and stimulation for us as adults as well. It does things like fuel our imagination, problem-solving abilities, and overall emotional well-being. Because really, the goal is to forget about your working commitments in some sort of unstructured and creative way. And there doesn't need to be any point to the activity beyond having fun, right? Beyond enjoyment. And almost anything can be really described as play, right? So this could even be taking a walk and just trying to identify all the different types of flowers or colors or spot specific colors on your walk, right? So this is something I've been doing as the weather has finally been getting better in Portland, (laughs) right? We've been through a lot of rain here if you are local, but if you are not local in Portland, Oregon, let me tell you, there's been a lot of rain. (laughs) So doing simple things, right? It doesn't have to be overly complex. You don't have to play a game to play. It's really actually just a state of mind and an ability to be present in the moment and really enjoy what you're doing. Play could be even eating like a slice of some delicious chocolate cake, right? So anything that gets you away and back in your body in present moment. And the benefits too is that you can also play with other people, right? You can play games. You can actually like go outside and do different things and socialize. So whatever play calls to your heart, you know, try and think back to childhood. What were some of your favorite things to do as a kid? So for me recently, I've bought a ton of adult coloring books and this has been such a source of joy and relaxation for me. And sometimes I'll even do it while I'm listening to an audiobook or television or whatever, just to have that little extra stimuli. But the idea here is go back to things that you liked as a kid, right? That's a very easy place to start when you're trying to think of what type of play to integrate into your everyday life. So with that, I wanna share some ways that play helps. We've kind of touched a little bit on that, but this is according to the Washington Post. So number one, it relieves stress. Play is fun and honestly, it triggers that release of endorphins that we're missing during our workday. It's our natural way to feel good. The second is that it can improve brain function, especially if you're doing things like playing chess or puzzles or any other activities that can challenge the brain a little bit, can actually help prevent memory problems and improve overall brain function. And if you're doing it with friends, it can also help ward off stress and depression that we miss from having that social connection. So third is that it stimulates the mind and actually boosts creativity. It gets your imagination working, right? And it can help you adapt when it comes to any type of problems during your daily life. And finally, it actually boosts productivity and innovation. The reality is that your success at whatever you do for work does not depend on the amount that you do, but it depends on the quality. And the quality of your work is very, very dependent on your overall well-being. You know what I'm talking about, right? Those days where you're not feeling 100%, your work production is so much slower or it's not as high of quality. And integrating play is actually a way to help with that. And not just playing at the end of the day, right? Taking a pause in the middle of the day, going for a walk, doing something that you enjoy for just a few minutes a day can make an enormous impact. So the point here is that play is not going to happen by accident. It's not going to be something that you're going to feel called or maybe even comfortable to do when you're first trying to integrate it back into your life. 
So what I'm recommending here is that you actually schedule play. And I have had to force myself to do this as well, especially when I was first starting to kind of reintegrate play back into my everyday life. But set an alarm on your phone, right? So maybe if you work in an office, you've got at least 15 minute break you can take once a day. So maybe that's like 10 o'clock in the morning and you put an alarm on your phone or a silent alarm, whatever works for you. And you actually schedule and carve out that time like you would a meeting. And that is going to be the way that you're really going to integrate it when you're first starting to, right? Before it becomes habit, before it becomes something that you really realize is an essential part of your day. And honestly, if we can't take 15 minutes out of 24 hours, that's not even, I don't even know what that percentage is, but it's very low, right? Like, so if 5% of our day can't be dedicated to play, we really need to reevaluate our lives anyway, because that's not a way to live. And, you know, there are times of sacrifice, so I don't want to, you know, shame people that have a lot of responsibilities or shame people at all. The point is that to just make this something that you make a priority. It's not something that you've been doing wrong. It's something that you can aspire to. And that's the idea here. You know, yes, there are times of sacrifice, but even during those times of sacrifice, you'll find that some of the most creative times, some of the most innovative times in your life are going to be the moments of play. How many times have you woken up from a really good night of sleep or been in the shower and had your aha moment? It's not because you were like wasting time resting. It's because that's critical time for your brain and your subconscious to process all the things that are, you know, you're taking in throughout a day. So what I'm offering here is that you give yourself that time, that you make it a priority and that it becomes a regular part of your schedule. And once it's a part of your schedule, you'll find that it's not something that you can really sacrifice even during those times of sacrifice because it really is essential to all the things that we've talked about today. Your mood, your creativity, your productivity, and honestly, just your well-being. You know, I think that as a culture, we're starting to shift to look at our well-being as something that's important. And while there's all the fancy ways of this, quote, self-care movement, you know, it has been a little bit commoditized, and I talked about that in a previous episode, but, you know, the underlying message is great, regardless of whether or not, you know, all the the different companies that sell like bath bombs are trying to really just make sales. But the idea of self-care is still great, whatever form that comes in for you. And especially if it can be as something as simple and inexpensive as play. So I'll wrap this up by saying play is key to your success. It's also a form of resistance a resistance to the pervasive and toxic hustle culture that we live in today. So until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9am for another episode of Women Rise.